Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Yeah, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with easy-peasy loan approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. Well, good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Tuesday. It's the 25th day of October, 2022. My name is Nick. Hey, look, there's Big J. Yeah, here I am. We are here on what is always busy Tuesdays around these parts. We have lots of stuff to get to today. Let's talk about the big things. One, it's a new day. That means it's a new $1,000 drawing that we are going to do with inflation retaliation. So... We'll have your code words five times today. Our first one is a little bit after 9 o'clock in the morning. So you have a chance to get in on a brand new drawing for $1,000 every single weekday that we're doing around here. You just need to text in the code word once you hear it, and you're officially qualified. And the more code words you send in correctly per day, the more chances you have to get in at $1,000, which is why we encourage you to listen all day, Big J. In fact, that's the whole point. Yeah. Don't you touch that dial. And, of course, we also have another clue in the X-Rock murder mystery. We are getting closer to getting this thing figured out as to who fictionally murdered Gene Simmons. But we need your help. And so another clue will be given to you at around 7.30 this morning. That will be nice. And then, of course, let's not forget sold-out tickets to I Prevail. It is Tuesday, therefore it's streaming Dumbass Day. We need your help selecting a movie from... Uh, a list of movies that you don't know the title of, at least from the outset. And Big J will watch and review it tonight. We're also going to go see another movie tonight, Big J. Your day is filled with movies. Yeah, I I would say I'd be watching the streaming dumbass movie today. So that's happening. And then also, we also have a chance for us to have a little bit of fun, or at least we're going to try anyway, as we recap the morning after Fantasy Football League presented by Porta Subs. As week number seven officially in the books for the NFL after last night's game. Sounds like fun. That means we will get into and break down how our teams are doing in the morning after Fantasy Football League and give away some free Porta Subs while we're at it because we're not messing around around these parts. But we also play music on this show. Let's get started with some Smashing Pumpkins. Today's kicking things off here on the morning after on the X. With Nick and Big J. The district attorney for the state of Idaho announced yesterday that they are putting together a brand new task force that is aimed at holding some people who committed pandemic-related fraud accountable. So far, Josh Hurwitz's office has filed five criminal charges and one civil case related to pandemic fraud. And he said those cases alone have cost people over $4 million in taxpayer money, which is a lot of money. Shortly after the uh, start of the pandemic, the office started working with federal agencies that were investigating allegations that were made of fraud that was happening during the pandemic, like people stealing or misusing the funds meant to help people struggling to stay afloat during the height of things. And they have figured out that there was a lot of that going on. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're coming after everybody or they're going to be questioning everybody, but it's one of those deals where they're like, hey, man. 
there's a lot of money that was on the table during the pandemic that was available for businesses and startups and small businesses especially, and not everybody used that money honestly. And so the the responsibility now is like, well, let's tra- track it down, figure out what happened. And so that's exactly what they are going to do. So if you stole money during the pandemic, watch out. Here comes the uh, the district attorneys, and they're not happy about it. And uh, Idaho alone has five federal cases already in the works of people that were proven to misuse their funds, and more are supposed to be coming. So something to be aware of. Scumbags. Yeah, don't steal stuff, man. The Bears beat up on the Patriots. I don't know uh, how many people saw that coming, but the final score was 33-14 to 14, as it was easily the best offensive game the Bears have put together in, it seems like, two seasons. And uh, Patriot fans are freaking out. Yeah. Big J, you're a Patriots fan. What the hell's going on? I mean, I have no idea. And I had never seen a guy go from savior to a complete mess like Zappy did last night. Mac Jones was terrible. They brought him in. He leads two touchdown drives. World's going crazy, and then he falls apart. Maybe having two dudes who've never been offensive coordinators before sharing the duties of the offensive coordinator role, maybe not the greatest idea. Yeah, uh, probably right. It's weird that the best coach ever made that decision, isn't it? It is weird. Yeah, uh, I don't. I cannot explain it, and I don't think he can either. And uh, he wouldn't want to. And certainly, if he was asked the question, he'd probably avoid it or be grumpy or something. Mm. But just didn't work. Speaking of not working, Matt Ryan is not working in Indianapolis, and therefore they have decided to bench him for the remainder of the year. They announced that Sam Ellinger is going to be the starting quarterback on Sunday when they face the Washington Commanders. Now, Matt Ryan does have an injured shoulder, but as it turns out, that's not the reason why the Colts are making a switch of quarterback in Week 8. Frank Reich said that uh, that was going to happen anyway, regardless of the injury, and the plan is to start him for the rest of the season. So uh, I have been very uh, verbal about how I feel that Matt Ryan has absolutely killed the Indianapolis Colts in a lot of ways. Uh, I'm not sure why they traded for him to begin with. Uh, I thought the Colts would learn their lesson not to dig off somebody else's scrap heap with the Phillip Rivers debacle, but they wanted to go right back to that well, and then Carson Wentz, and then and now Matt Ryan. Well, I it's think like, they were like, yeah, we got a, a, a good veteran quarterback who should be able to get the job done, but I mean, I think he's probably past his prime. Yeah, he hasn't had been a good NFL quarterback in like three seasons. I don't know what they were seeing that they thought he would be, but uh, yeah, and so the offense has taken a significant step back, even uh, what Carson Wentz was doing with this team uh, was much more improved than what Matt Ryan was putting up. So he has a lot of yards, but that's only because the Colts are down so much. They're just chucking the ball all over the place. Uh, But he has a ton of interceptions and not a lot of touchdowns. And so that's going to do it for the Matt Ryan show in Indianapolis, at least for now anyway. Big J, rest in peace to Leslie Jordan. The beloved actor passed away yesterday at the age of 67. You may know him from Will and Grace. Uh, he's popped up on plenty of other shows like American Horror Story as well. He was in movies like The Help, and he was on Star Trek Voyager, Boston Legal as well. Uh, he passed away in an automobile accident yesterday. Apparently, he was having a medical event, and then his car went into the side of a building, and uh, unfortunately, he did not survive. So a lot of the people that he worked with on American Horror Story, Will and Grace, sent tributes to the actor on social media. He also was very active on social media for a 67-year-old man, but he was doing what he needed to do. He was holding it down, and he was having fun, Big J. And so, yeah. uh, you know, you may not know the man. Like, you may look at him and not familiar, but he also did a ton of voice work as well. He was on, like, American dad on the regular he did some family guy stuff as well so if you watch those shows you are familiar with the work of leslie jordan and he has passed away at the age of 67 may a flock of angels sing thee to thy rest big j 
Morning yeah. After with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff. Streaming Dumbass on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And we need your help selecting a movie for Big J to watch and review for you in the next 24 hours or so. You do so by texting in your opinion. I'm going to read you the description of three movies that are available on different streaming services across the internet. You're not going to know the title, at least not right away. You're not going to know the stars. I refuse to give you the director. You're just going to know the plot description, and based on that plot description, I need you to text in movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three to 208-287-1003. The more people text in, the more votes we get. The more votes we get, the more less likely there is a tie, which is exactly what we're looking for. We don't want ties. We want a clear winner. So texting in your opinion just takes a couple of seconds, and we appreciate it. Plus, I mean, listen, any other morning show handing over their lives to you to the control, like some sort of Sims video game? No. Just us on a weekly basis. We're the dumbest. Big J does what you command. Do you understand the power in your hands? And all it takes is a text message. So uh, we have been kind of focusing on some scary movies because it's Halloween. Is it okay if we continue that theme, Big J? Well, yeah. We're not done with October yet. And, of course, you've also uh, have not disliked the movie you've seen yet this month in the horror genre. So... We are in very good territory here, and I get the feeling, Big J, you're going to be pleased no matter what this time around as well. Oh, well, thank you. Movie number one, a group of people travel to the woods to attend a special camp and then endure unsettling psychological techniques while being stalked by a mysterious masked killer. Damn. Movie number two. After escaping from a psychiatric facility in Estonia, a young woman travels to America by impersonating the missing daughter of a wealthy family, yet... An unexpected twist arises that pits her against a mother who will protect her family at all costs. And movie number three. Margot, a young woman who is abandoned by her mother as a baby, travels to a secluded Amish community with a documentary film crew seeking answers about her mother and extended family. What she finds is something much more frightening. Movie number one, Killer Camp. Movie number two, Family Fight. Or movie number three, Amish Paradise. These are your choices, kids. Text in which movie you want Big J to watch. We will tabulate the votes, and I will reveal the details on all the movies we mentioned here. But you'll know exactly what Big J's in store for. Just start texting. We're going to do that next on the X Rocks. That is Disturbed. That is Stupefy here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Time for the exciting conclusion of Streaming Dumbass. Have the votes been tabulated, Big J? They sure have. Do we have a clear winner? We do. Love that very much. Thank you all for the votes. We appreciate it. What movie came in third place? Movie number two. Movie number two was in third place. I should say, did any of these sound familiar to you? Uh, no. There was one original, a couple that are in a long line of part of a franchise. I'll put it that way. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you've seen any of these franchises. So, uh, I, but I also get the impression that you wouldn't be lost if you picked one up in the middle, if that makes sure, sense. Sure, sure. So, uh, movie number two came in third place. That was one that was part of a franchise. That was called Orphan First Kill. It stars Julia Childs, Julia Childs, Julia Stiles. Oh no, we're going to kill this turkey. <laughs> and Isabel Furman. It is available for you to stream on Paramount Plus. It is the uh, kind of prequel slash sequel to Orphan, a very popular oh, horror God. movie. Thank God you didn't choose that one. The 2000s. Uh, what came in second place? 
movie number one. Movie number one was a Peacock original film called They Them that stars Kevin Bacon and Anna Chumsley, of course, my girl, you may remember. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it is available for you to watch on Peacock if you uh, would like to get into that, which means, I guess, movie number three is yeah, the movie. Or as some people movie. voted, Amish Paradise. It's tough not to vote for Amish Paradise. Uh, it is on Paramount+. Plus. The movie is called Paranoid Activity Next of Kin. There are several Paranormal Activity movies Next on there. Next of Kin. So make sure you're watching Next of Kin, Big J, as that is the one, not only the most recent in the franchise, even though it's about a year old, it also is the one that is uh, prominently featured here in a Streaming Dumbass. And there's a lot of Paranormal Activity movies that are on that particular streaming channel. So that's the movie Big J will be watching. It's got Emily Bader and Dan Lippert in it, a couple of people I'm sure you never heard of, but the whole point of Paranormal Activity is found footage kind of stuff. So uh, that is the movie Big J will be watching. If you'd like to play along, you can watch it on Paramount+. Plus, and he will give you a full review and see if the spooky hits continue for Streaming Dumbass here on the morning after right around this time tomorrow. Here's traffic. Have you seen any of the Paranormal Activity movies? Negative. Is there a reason why? Uh, no, I mean, I don't think I've ever heard of them. What? You've, yeah. You've never heard... That can't be right. No, it can be right. You've never heard at of least any this, of the Paranormal Activity. At very activity. moment, I can't think of a time when I've heard of Paranormal Activity. Wow. Like okay. It's uh, something I should watch. Uh, well, listen, I mean, you're, again, we've talked about this. While you don't seem to dislike horror movies, you don't actively seek them out either. God, no. And so, you know, it's not like you have an expertise in all of this, but I, I would have thought just through sheer osmosis of it having like six number one movies in the listen, box office. at this point now, there's so many horror movies out there because they're so much easier to make than most other movies. Yeah, but these, these had like box office success. Okay. Uh, so you, at least you think just through by proxy, you'd hear of them. But apparently not. So Big J will get his first introduction to paranormal activity. Important stuff. Hey, what's going on in the news today? The morning after with Nick and Big J. Well, I got bad news for you if you're a habitual marijuana smoker, Big J. At least according to the American Society of Anesthesiologists, if you have surgery, it's probably going to be more painful for you than other people. And you're probably going to need more pain meds than most if you're undergoing a surgery because it's just one of those deals where, listen, over time, your body builds up an immunity to things. You understand that, right? Sure. And so, like, you notice how you're a total Chiba Hawk, Big J. You know how you could get, like, totally baked after, like, two bong rips and now it takes, like, six? That's your body building up an immunity to the weed. Okay, I get that. But what's that word that you use? Chiba Hawk? Come on, man. Get with the terms. Okay, sorry. Paranormal activity. And so Next if, kin. if you if you are somebody that gets high on the regular using marijuana, your body and your brain specifically builds up this particular kind of immunity to chemicals. And so it makes it difficult or more difficult for pain meds to reach the source that you need. So they ended up studying about uh, 34,000 different patients that had to undergo surgery for more than an hour between the years 2010 and 2022 and kind of impacted how marijuana affects them. And really, no negative ways outside of it takes more pain pills and you're probably going to be in more pain just because your body has this natural immunity to things. Do more marijuana. That sometimes dulls the pain. 
as a lot of times that's what people start THC use for some sort of pain relief and it does yeah. help in that particular category and so what happens is we build up that immunity and it makes a little bit more takes a little bit more to get us going I guess is the point gotcha. if you're using it on the regular so be aware of that if you're heading into surgery sometime soon Bears beat the Patriots 33-14 to last night on Monday Night Football. In April, a gambler placed a $50 bet at BetMGM that the Houston Astros would defeat the Philadelphia Phillies in the World Series. If that happens, Big J, doesn't matter how many games, this dude wins $125,000. Nice, man. And that's always fun when it can pay off. It had 2,500 to 1 odds. And so he just threw $50, thinking he was probably just throwing $50 away. Sure enough. Phillies go on a run. Now he needs the Astros to win, and that dude will have some money. Trade in the NFL yesterday, the Jets acquired running back James Robinson from the Jacksonville Jaguars for a sixth-round pick that could be a fifth-round pick, depending on his stats for the year. Of course, they lost Bryce Hall yesterday with a torn ACL. He is done for the year. They were going to go to a battle with Michael Carter, but then uh, James Robinson became available because Travis Etienne is doing so well down in Jacksonville, and so this seems to be a win-win for both teams, and they didn't have to give up that much. Of course, James Robinson was an undrafted free agent, so it's not like the Jaguars used a draft pick on him even. He was making a ridiculous low amount of money, and they got a draft pick for him. So... They'll see what happens there. They, they, they'd still expect him to split some carries with Michael Carter from time to time. Big J, did you watch the new trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania? Yeah. Your thoughts, please. Oh, it looks fun, man. I, I mean, I, I liked, uh, I've liked all the Ant-Man stuff, and uh, I like the character of Scott Lang. So, uh, and, and this is one where you, you know, really happen to, you should probably really be watching Loki. Uh, the Disney Plus series. If you haven't already, yes. Uh, Otherwise, you may not know exactly who the big bad is. Although, you know, really, you're meeting a different version of that dude in that show anyway. Sure. This one just kind of introduces the the, one of the many versions of this guy. The whole multiverse thing is very much in effect here as they begin Phase 5 and start to kind of get into things. But yes, uh, you know, Jonathan Majors is fantastic. He looks great in it. Paul Rudd, of course, is Paul Rudd. Everybody's back. Uh, it, it somehow, even though Paul Rudd and Evangeline Lilly haven't aged, their daughter's 10 years older than Ant-Man 1. It's just amazing how great they look, considering how long they've been in these franchises. It's amazing. It's going to hit theaters on February 17th of next year. So you can get your trailer on if you'd like to kind of get a little bit of a sneak peek on what you can expect for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. <laughs> The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. This is one of those situations where it's like a nightmare scenario, but also like you probably should have seen it coming when all the details are laid out to you. As we head to Stockholm, Sweden for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. Particular there, the Skanksen Zoo, which is the very big zoo in Stockholm. It's one of the largest zoos over in Europe. And they've got a lot of different attractions and animals and things like that that are going on there. You know, we have a Boise Zoo here as well. Yeah, we do. And there are animals at the zoo. You understand how zoo works. I do. And so people were going through the zoo and they're like, man, you know, you know what I hadn't seen in a while? Because, I mean, it's always there, the, the enclosure's up and open, but I haven't seen it in a long time. That frickin' highly venomous king cobra that we have here at the Swedish yeah, Zoo. Charlie. Where it, no, the, <laughs> the snake's name, Big J? Houdini. Where's oh. Houdini? Can't find that mother scratcher anywhere. And they opened up the enclosure to try to get a better look and get him to wonder why he hasn't eaten in a couple days. And sure enough, Big J, frickin' Houdini had escaped. He's gone. 
what he does. They can't find a highly venomous king cobra snake. They are guessing that basically, number one, first things first, they evacuated everybody out of the zoo, which is always a good sign. Get out. Secondly, they were looking again at the enclosure and they're like, oh, so there was a little bit of a switch that was loose in the at a lighting fixture inside the terrarium and he was able to get out right through that squeezed right through damn so that's how they think the uh the snake escaped from its enclosure now the owner of the zoo said the cobra has been called houdini because it's pretty good at escaping so they probably should have seen this coming now here we are big j a week and a day later guess what still have no idea where houdini is well, that's they, a good sign. They cannot find this highly venomous King Cobra snake. They don't think he's made it out of the zoo, but they're not exactly sure where he could be because there's a lot of land that this zoo is on and there's a lot of areas that are far from public view that this snake could hide out in. Here's what they do know. Not in the visitor area, but they do think it's somewhere behind the scenes. So guess what they're doing today? Open that zoo back up, get people back into the zoo, with a snake on the loose, Big J. Why not? One would think that if you opened it back up, that would give the snake an ample opportunity to escape again. Well, hey, I think what they're really looking for is bait to catch the snake. Bring in some people. You think You think they're using the customers yeah, as some sure. sort of... Okay. You know, Maybe. and I'm sure they got some cobra venom, anti-venom hanging out somewhere. In case you're the one that lucky one yeah. that finds the snake as it's attached to your lower leg. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, do snakes hunt people? I can't imagine that's true. I feel like mostly snakes bite because of a defense kind of thing, where you're in their space whether you knew it or not. I'm certain they're hunting us. (laughs) I would think they would go after smaller prey, you know, prey that they know they can actually consume. But maybe Big J's right. Maybe king cobras are hunting us, and aggressively so, and this is the case. But... Don't name animals Houdini if you don't think they're going to stick around, I guess is my point. You should have known better. And also, hey, make sure all the latches on your terrariums are tight, everybody. Batten down the hatches. Right. I mean, I mean, double check that bleep if you're in a zoo. Especially if it's like a dangerous animal. I mean, nobody's going to get upset if they're like, oh, listen, the sloth is trying to find a way out. You're going to be all right. But if the poisonous cobra gets out, then there might be a little bit of a panic. Yeah, very intimidating. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. You're up to date on the fun stuff. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. From time to time, video games get a bad rep, Big J. Oh, yeah. Why why play video games when you go outside kind of stuff or too much screen time is bad, and certainly all that stuff is true. But there is a brand new study from the University of Vermont that suggests that video games might actually boost your kid's brain power. Ooh, quick pop quiz, Big J. $10 if you can give me the nickname of the University of Vermont. Uh, the, um, Mountaineers. No, West Virginia. Uh, the Catamounts. Gaming can be, uh, lead to better impulse control. They can better work with your memory and it can improve behavior and academic performance. They did a study on kids age 9 and 10 years old. They talked to about 2,500 of them, and those who play video games for three or more hours a day were faster and more accurate in memorizing information and controlling their impulses than kids that don't. Now, the doctor does say, listen, that's not to say that we recommend that you play video games three hours a day, uh, nor does it say that video games cause you know, superior neurocognitive performance, but it is to say 
that maybe, just maybe, it's not as bad as everybody thinks it is, and there could be some benefits to it with certain children. So think about it, make sure it's the right games, and see if that doesn't help things out a little bit, you understand? Can't hurt, I suppose, I guess is the point. Not as bad as we think it is. Not as bad as Matt Ryan, Big J, who has been officially benched by the Indianapolis Colts. Now, they traded for him in the offseason. Everybody was excited to get Matt Ryan in the building, and then everybody remembered he's Matt Ryan. Now, he is suffering from a shoulder injury, but the team has gone out of its way to say they would be making this move whether he was healthy or not, which is never a good thing. So they are moving on. Sam Ellinger, Big J, is going to be the new quarterback for the Colts. No idea where he comes from, but he's going to be very good at his job, I'm sure. Or at least they think he's going to be better than Matt Ryan, so we'll see. And the plan is to start him for the rest of the season, so that's it. James Robinson is now a member of the New York Jets. The running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars was traded yesterday for a sixth-round pick that could become a fifth-round selection, depending on how he does in a Jets uniform. But the undrafted free agent that was really good for the Jags the last couple of years has seen his carries kind of diminish courtesy of the upcoming of Travis Etienne for the Jaguars, and so he became expendable. Jets needed a running back after losing their star Bryce Hall to a ACL injury, and so boom, now he's a New York Jet, and I expect him to suit up this weekend. Bears beat the Patriots last night 33-14 to in Monday Night Football. It was a rout. According to The Hollywood Reporter, there is a new Star Wars film in the works, Big J. Damon wow. Lindoff will be co-writing the script. And uh, Sharman Obad Kachinoy is going to direct the film. She, of course, the creator and director of Ms. Marvel for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so staying in that Disney family. Uh, Damon has been long rumored to be attached to Star Wars in some way, shape, or form, coming off his success in the Watchmen movie or television series on HBO, and he has parlayed that into a deal to work with Disney and in specific Star Wars. Don't know if this is the beginning of a new trilogy, if it's a new movie altogether, if it's a standalone, we're not sure. We just know they're working together and there will be another Star Wars movie. The first Star Wars movie since Big J? The Last Jedi? No, no, that wasn't even the last oh, <laughs> of Solo? the trilogy. Yeah, Solo. Solo. Don't forget the uh, Force Awakens comes after. No, not Force Awakens. It was the uh, no, I can't. The Rise of Skywalker was the last of the bunch after The Last Jedi. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. <laughs> After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and uh, we've got a pretty damn good show coming up here November 1st at the Rev Center. Pierce the Veil is coming with uh, I Prevail, and the show sold out. So we've got some tickets here for you. You just need to beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. It's a pretty easy arrangement. If you can beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown, you get to go. Here's our phone number, 208-287-1003, if you like these tickets to a sold-out show. Your knowledge of pop culture will be paramount in the following contest, hence why it's called Pop Culture Smackdown. Hello, The X. Hey. Good morning, man. What's your name? Robbie. Robbie, you're up first. Robbie, what was the name of Katy Perry's first hit song, the one that got her on Warped Tour, believe it or not? Was it called I Hit a Pearl, I Kissed a Girl, or I Missed a Squirrel? I Kissed a Girl. Right. And you liked it. Yeah. And I like it. Big J. Speaking of Katy Perry, uh, what soundtrack did she appear on before she was really, really famous? Was it Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, Sweet Home Alabama, or The Devil Wears Prada? I give you choices, too. Yeah, thanks. 
Uh, listen, I'll, 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 I'll be very upset with myself if it's Sweet Home Alabama. So um, I'm going to go with the first option. Which one was that? I don't know. The first one you gave me. Oh, I just rattled them off, so I don't remember. Oh. So I need a little bit of help. Any word? I, what did I, I say? Prada or not, Sisterhood? Sisterhood. Or Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants? Right. That is correct. I couldn't remember <laughs> what order I gave you the, the right. actual answers to. Uh, back to you, sir. Uh, the, Neil Fallon is the lead singer of this Regulator Electric Worry and 50,000 Unstoppable Watts band that was just in town not too long ago. Say the name one more time. Is that Neil Neil Fallon? Neil Fallon, lead singer of this Regulator, Electric Worry, and 50,000 Unstoppable Watts band. That was just in town not too long ago. Clutch is correct. Big J, this voiceover artist is the voice and has always been the voice of Bart Simpson. Nancy Yardley. Nancy Yardley. Oh, you got him confused, Big J. Sorry. Are they are they two different names? Uh, well, yeah, that would definitely be it. What her name's Yardley Nancy? No, no, Yardley is the last name of the woman who voices Lisa, and Nancy Cartwright oh, is right. the voiceover yeah, artist for Bart Simpson. <laughs> so or it's Yardley Smith actually is the first name. Of well, you said you said it was gonna be tough. You made Big J cry. Congratulations, man. You got yourself tickets to go check out I Prevail and <laughs> Pierce the Veil at the Rev Center. Hold Damn. on one second. We'll hook you up with those. Morning After with Nick and what Big J. There's your pop culture smackdown. Come back with some headlines next on the X-Rocks. Are now a better person for knowing this. It's Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Let's do some headlines. Take that to grease it up, or how dare you? Grease it up, yeah. Just in case the Philadelphia Phillies clinch the World Series, they are getting ready in Philadelphia for rowdy celebrations. Big J, they already greased up the light poles in South Philly uh, because they learned that lesson from the Super Bowl victory. They uh, they were going nuts and they were climbing up light poles. So they had to throw a How bunch absurd. of absurd, <laughs> absurd. Where are they getting all the grease? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but uh, basically, uh, it's Crisco, from what I understand. So they probably just made a Costco run and just started slathering that stuff on there. But uh, don't forget the one video that went viral from all that stuff was the one dude that was able to climb the pole despite all the grease on it and was just covered in all this stuff. Listen, but he still made it to the top of the light pole, so yay, Phillies. They will find a way to do the stupidest, most destructive, idiotic thing they can, especially in Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, sports has that particular uh, thing. I don't know. It's one of my least favorite things about it. I remember when the Broncos won the first Fiesta Bowl. I mean, there was a parade uh-huh. and everything here uh, after we got back from the, all the fun. You didn't go outside and flip over a car? No. Uh-huh. I was happily walking in the parade. I was like, yay, we won. This is great. I had no desire to any sort of act of destruction or... Yeah, I've been lucky enough to live through a couple of pretty big celebrations, and uh, none of them have turned into riots. But strange things happen when you get a bunch of people together, and so they're playing it better safe than sorry and pre-greasing in Philadelphia. Probably a smart way to go. Take that, or how dare you? How dare you? Big J, if you believe the rumors, and certainly they have been propagated by the company's own Twitter, the McRib is coming back. Uh, The McRib apparently is back October 31st through November 20th. And according to McDonald's themselves, 
it may be the last time ever they bring back the iconic sandwich. Don't believe that. That's not true. They say, quote, get one while you can because this is the McRib farewell tour. The McDonald's announcement reads, the McRib features, of course, pork, barbecue sauce, onions, pickles, hoagie bun, and uh, one of my favorite things on this world. I know it's made of God knows what. None of that matters to me. I think it's fantastic. And I don't, I'm trying to figure out why they're saying this unless they're like talking about making it a permanent item or changing the name or something why would they be doing this big j do you think you you as somebody that is in charge of a big name brand like big j why would you say i'm going away if you're not actually going away this is so that the next time they bring it back it's that much of a bigger deal i suppose if motley crew can do it mcdonald's can do it right yeah. Final, final uh, time ever. You're never going to hear from us again. I follow a guy on TikTok, Nick. Shocking. And he is a former uh, executive chef at McDonald's. Helped put together a bunch of these things. Okay. And he says that McRib will never go away. That they only do this just to make it, make it that much more valuable when they bring it back. Well, and also, you know, the Idaho McDonald's, for whatever reason, tend to be a bit more elusive with their McRibs than most places. Like, a couple of times they've come back nationally and not here. So, I never really know if it's actually back until I get... People do text me when the McRib is back. Which, that's how I know yeah. I may have a problem. When somebody goes, guess what's there and they text when me When you pictures. have 15 McRibs <laughs> sitting on your desk, you're like, oh. No, I can never eat that many, but I do like a McRib. Wrap it up with Take That. This woman protected herself and her dog from a black bear in Washington. During a walk, the resident was ambushed Saturday morning when the bear apparently charged after her. The victim, who's in their 60s, decided, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and punch the bear right in the face. And she did. And the bear fled away. Boom. Lady one bear nothing. Wildlife biologist uh, Rich Basazel says she actually did the right thing. If you see a bear coming, it's best to make yourself big, clap, yell, wave your arms, try to intimidate the bear. It may not always work, but at least you'll go out swinging. The woman has been taken to the hospital for treatment. She is expected to recover because she did get some injuries. Uh, But, of course, uh, black bears usually don't attack, and when they do, it's rarely fatal because they're really not that interested in us. They just kind of want us out of their way. A grizzly or something is a completely different brown bear. Look out. That's when they start to get very aggressive, and they just want to do some damage. But, uh, thankfully, she's going to be okay. And now, you know, punch that bear right in its bear face. That is Green Day. That is she here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. It is time to recap week number seven of the morning after Fantasy Football League. It's all presented by Porta Subs. Big J, how did your team turn out this week, bro? Yeah, well, it uh, was a struggle going up against Top Gun, uh, who uh, earlier in the season looked like uh, they were going to be on fire uh, the whole time. But uh, you know, as we've seen here the last couple of weeks, scoring uh, isn't something that, uh, you know, not a lot of high scores right now. And uh, I, I struggle to get the points I need out of my quarterback, Aaron Rodgers of the Fighting Green Bay Packers. Got 15 points from him. Derrick Henry, you know, a solid 16 points. But as we get into my other running back issues, Jeff Wilson <laughs> Jr., who uh, was supposed to be the starting running back for San Francisco, uh, of course, that big trade with Christian McCaffrey uh, took up some of the uh, the reps from him. And, of course, uh, they struggled mightily uh, in their game this weekend against Kansas City. So uh, I only got about five points from Jeff Wilson Jr. Um, I got some people on a bye. So wide receiver-wise, uh, it was also <clears throat> a struggle. Uh, Robert Woods he only got me five points. Uh 
Chris Goodwin got me 11 and a half points, but the rest of the team uh, was a struggle with uh, the tight end position and my, uh, again, some of the running back struggles. Uh, I just don't have it. And uh, my, uh, you know, flex position only got me six points. My kicker got me 10 points. And then uh, another great move on my part, picking up a defense going up against the Indianapolis uh, Colts. Uh, in this particular case, uh, I went up with the, de- the the Arizona Cardinals, who played New Orleans, uh, actually. They got me 17 points, so uh, that was a, a lucky pickup really in the end. And uh, Steve, uh, Top Gun, he's had you know Marcus Mariota in a quarterback, only got him 12 points. Nick Chubb got him 18 points. Uh, Tyreek Hill only 14 points, but he got 21 points out of George Kittle. And, uh, uh, of course, uh, the first week that Hopkins available for the Arizona Cardinals, he got 20 points out of him and it was a closer game going into uh sunday night football but uh he won 101 to 94 so See. now i'm at two and five. Oh no oh no big j i will not be getting to the playoffs uh, i don't believe that. well it's a longer season don't forget so yeah yeah that. but uh, uh it wasn't much better for the pickle nick side of things although for the first time this year i can say uh it was a tough luck loss it's one of those where you had a decent score but you were going up against a team that scored a ridiculous amount of points and it was a week where i would have beaten every other team except for the team i was going up against of course so i'm not super disappointed with my results because i scored 114 points which this year in fantasy is actually pretty good but I was going up against the number one team in the league, Devontae's new car, and JJ has been a powerhouse, and he flexed his muscles this week uh, with a huge performance out of Joe Burrow, got him almost 40 points, and then a 37-point performance out of Josh Jacobs for the Raiders. You factor in 17 points out of Chris Olive on Thursday night and 10 points out of his defense, and he not only put up 141 points on me, he also was the high scorer of the week, which means, J.J., you get yourself some Porta subs, man. Enjoy some free food on us for beating me into the ground. And by the way, he also improves to 7-0 on the year. Nobody's been able to touch him. He has been been a yeah. complete powerhouse. Well, I mean, he got a steal in Josh Jacobs, who's been phenomenal this year, even though the Raiders have struggled. Uh, and then, you know, Saquon Barkley, his running backs are stacked. And then Olave uh, was was not a huge, you know, uh, you know, round one kind of guy, but no. he's consistently put up some great points. But, and he's got he's got Gus Edwards on his bench, who's the Ravens starting running back now. He's got Travis Etienne on his bench. I mean, these are guys that aren't making his lineup. We yeah, all I, are I, screwed. I, I would offer him a trade for one of them, but I've got nothing to trade. (laughs) We are screwed, you guys. Uh, I got a good performance out of Juju Smith-Schuster. I will say thank you for that. He gave me 25 points, 15 out of Jonathan Taylor and out of Tua, but just not enough. I would have been enough to beat anybody else, but not enough to beat Devontae's new car, so well done. Uh, Wrong side of Camara would have beat you. You're right. Wrong side of Camara would have got me by 10, as I was just looking. She scored 124. Congratulations to Courtney, beating Meaty Clackers 124 to 104. It really was the performance of Patrick Mahomes as well as Gibson and Evans that pushed her to 124 points. Nice performance out of Austin Eckler for the second straight week for Meaty Clackers. He used that performance to beat me last week, but even the 36 points out of Eckler wasn't enough this week because the rest of his team, specifically uh, the struggles of Mark Andrews, really hurt him this week. But Gerald's got a good team. He falls to 4-3. and three. Uh, Look out, here comes Dell, winning his second game of the row. Peacemakers Vigilantes picking up a 109-191 victory over Wayne, who falls to 1-6, who's completely 
Uh, only team worse than Big J, I believe, at this particular point, which is hard to believe. But uh, he got tw uh, 23 points out of Andrew Benjamin, but just not enough as Brett Rippin why, was not why, the answer. Why would you pick up Brett Rippin? I don't because you wanted to drop I Russell mean, Wilson. I think. Is yeah, what I mean. yeah, but I mean, come on. I don't know why he picked up Brett Rippin. He that was not the no answer. No offense. I mean, I love Brett Rippin, but you know there were other quarterbacks who actually scored points. Yeah, I know, but maybe it's the Boise State thing. I mean, you do have a waste of roster spot, Alexander Madison, on your. Team. All of these spots are a waste. So, but a Boise State fans sometimes do that from time to time. But tough to overcome the two-headed monster Dell put together a running back of Mostert and Stevenson, and 33 points out of Jamar Chase didn't suck either. 109 points for Dell this week, picking up his third win of the year. Uh, the matchup of the week was Gridiron Warriors versus The Dead Will Tell, another one-point game. Uh, Glenn beat uh, Jeremy 102-101. to 101. It was a close one. Aaron Jones' big performance helped him to victory. Also got a decent performance out of his uh, other running back, which is Bryce Hall, which now he's got some issues because he is injured and out for the year. But Jeremy had uh, was hoping to make a run with some 49ers, but unfortunately they were going up against the Chiefs, and that did not do him very well. So he fell just short this week and falls to 3-4 and four on the year. Tenacious D picks up his second win of the year, uh, beating too late to say Amari, a 94-89 to 89 high scorer. And this balanced attack was Walker, the running back for Seattle for Tenacious D. And unfortunately, it was a kind of a lack of a balanced attack. Devontae Adams did well. Herbert was okay, but uh, too late to say Amari couldn't break 90 points. Who do you face next week, Big J? Uh, the dead will tell, so I'll be going up against Jeremy. And I've got uh, Courtney, the wrong side of Kamara, and I will uh, lock horns for the first time this season. Congratulations once again to Devontae's new car on those free Porta subs. Check them out near you. Enjoy yourself some delicious food as you watch football on Thursdays, Sundays, or Mondays. It's your call, but they'll have you covered no matter what day you go into Porta subs. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We'll do some bad impressions next to the X-Rocks. On, on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And Bad Impressions is brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. It's more than just Subaru. They're the Idaho Center pre-owned Superstore. And up for grabs here today, we have for you uh, some VIP tickets to lounge at the end of the universe. Good for any time. These uh, tickets come in real handy. They got the Supernatural Comedy Show happening. Uh, uh, well, that was last week. Yeah, they got Eric. Eric uh, well, they've got M Micah coming in. Com comedian this weekend. I don't know why these are still on the the docket here. How far into this would you realize you probably shouldn't have brought that up? About 15 minutes ago. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll get, in, get you these uh, lounge at the end of the universe VIP passes. And the point out. is they're fantastic. You can use them anytime you want to. It's VIP seating, which is great. And you can use them when you want to. So there's a lot of flexibility there. 208-287-1003. Horns and Halos is this weekend, by the way. Nice little Halloween party happening at the lounge at the end of the universe. So if you would like to be a part of it, then get on the horn and play Bad Impressions, which works like this. Big J has got three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, you are going to go check out something at your leisure. Let's get a contestant. Hello, the X. Hi. Good morning, man. What's your name? Steve. All right, Steve, you're up first. Welcome to Earth, bitch. Uh, next clip. The Fresh Prince is still fresh princing. Is it Will Smith? Yeah, Will Smith. Will Smith is correct. Good job. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you. Uh, what was clue three just for fun? Uh, 
Uh, America, please forgive me for slapping Chris Rock. Uh, and how is that going so far for Will Smith? I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, several of his friends have, uh, as uh, he had a little intimate screening for an upcoming movie called uh, Emancipation, which is going to be coming out, uh, I believe, on Apple TV Plus on December 9th. But uh, Dave Chappelle, who's also friends with Chris Rock, He's on tour there. with Chris Rock. Yeah, uh, and Tyler Perry uh, was there, as well as a whole bunch of other people. For uh, for the movie premiere, a little uh, intimate thing that they did. So, uh, well, so far, not completely canceled. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, it's it's one of those deals where I, I don't think that even exists. But it will be interesting to see how it does when it actually rolls out. Uh, because it's one thing for your pals to say it's all cool. It's another for everybody else to jump on board with it. Uh, I mean, are, do you, are you going to go uh, see it and tune in and watch? I don't have Apple Plus. Oh, well, that'll make an easy decision for you. You don't have to worry about yeah. it. Yeah. But what if it's out in theaters? It might. <clears throat> if it's uh, part of the Morning After podcast, sure. So if you're forced to watch it, you'll watch it. Yes. That's the only way. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, we will wrap up the show. It's next on the x Rock. <laughs> That is Blink-182. song is called Edging, and that's going to wrap up the morning after with Nick and Big J for this Tuesday. We got to recap the morning after Fantasy Football League, courtesy of Porta Subs. We told you to not name your snake Houdini or they might live up to it, and that could be a real disaster, especially if it's a poisonous king cobra. And we also had a chance to talk a little bit about giving away some money with a chance to get qualified for today's $1,000 drawing with a code word at the 9 o'clock hour, and congratulations to today's winner, Jeremiah, who got himself $1,000 for listening to the X and texting in those code words yesterday. So another $1,000 winner on the agenda for today. It might as well be you. More code words at 11, 1, 3, and 5. And another X-Rock Murder Mystery Clue coming your way tomorrow. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, a guy named Arnie uh, in uh, the UK went uh, under the knife. He had a doctor put in a bank card chip under his skin of his hand, so now he doesn't have to carry a wallet. Well, hang on. So when he goes and buys something, he just puts his hand over the little credit card thing. Am I, chip. am I not wrong where uh, your credit card company or your bank or whatever issues you a new card at some point, which has an entirely new chip in it, right? It's not the same chip that you used before. It sometimes is a different number altogether, too, right? Yeah, but it can be years. I mean, four years at this point. Still, that's some. surgery. <laughs> For something that probably will need to be replaced. Maybe he's not opposed to going under surgery repeatedly, but he says uh, it works great, but it takes a little little bit of yearning, learning to know where to put your hand and tap. Well, he sounds like an idiot, but I'm glad that he's happy. Uh, what a treat. And now, one, one less step to take out your wallet, I guess. Yeah, now he can look like some sort of weirdo, like just <laughs> wishing that he bought something. Exactly. That's going to do it for us tomorrow on the show. We're going to talk about a great charity here in the Treasure Valley called Faces of Hope. You're going to learn a little bit about it. We're going to have the uh, the, the executive in charge of it, Paige Dinger, come on the show and talk a little bit about what they're up to and how you can help them out tomorrow night as well. And we'll have some more tickets to the Sold Not I Prevail show. We'll see you tomorrow. Jason Drew's up next. Have a good one. It's the X Rocks. <laughs> The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.